0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Everything's Hunky Dory. And today I'm joined by baby gorgeous Molly. She is one half of gossip that's good for you. So everybody say hi to Molly.
1: Hi everybody. Hi Shannon. Thank hi, you for having me. You look so
0: pretty. I love this like Thank safari you. moment behind you. <laughs> um, that's hot. I love that because it's cool yeah, It's my- you are.
1: It is cold. It's my son's um bedroom, that's, so that's
0: so chic. I feel <laughs> like that's like a dorit. That's a very dorit um aesthetic for like a nursery. Mm. Type, you know, because you have a little teeny tiny yes. baby, gorgeous. Um, yes, he's, he's feeling better now, right? Because he was
1: yes down. He we had everything. a horrible week, girl. Let me tell you, he <laughs> had hand, foot, mouth, which he got from daycare. Like, a survivor. <laughs> i truly truly feel that way i i didn't know what to expect it was poor him i mean poor me for sure but poor poor him i mean i don't know how these little guys deal with these illnesses
0: it well especially like the way that they go around daycares because you know like once one or two kids get it you're like oh my god yeah. is it gonna happen it never thankfully it never happened for us we had like rsv uh-huh. which oh, i think is bad. is yeah that was not a fun ride um yeah we also had the like like the norovirus or whatever it was mm. like non-stop potty breaks for like the whole house for like 10 days mm-hmm. it was terrible but daycares i mean what are you gonna do yeah. especially this time of i know day
1: so I know it's a crap shoot you know you're yeah. like like everybody's like well his um his immune system will be really good one day and I'm right like, okay, but, I'm- I'm- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm not sure we had to like take this approach we could have you know maybe there were like other viruses that we could have gotten down with but like hand foot, and yeah out- didn't I didn't no to, I didn't need to go on that journey. <laughs> well, but you are a survivor, so God bless. And your hair thank is you. looking gorgeous, by the way. Do you color your hair?
1: Oh, thank you. I don't. This is a hundred percent natural right now. Um Stop. because
0: it looks lighter. Yeah. It must be because this, it, you know what, your, I think this safari I... moment is it's just it's so chic. I love it.
1: Yeah, it might be the the ring light. I don't know. But um I see I see the highlights that you see. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, no. It's, gorgeous. it's thank you. Thank you. I, I f- love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not highlighting right now because I'm not sure what direction I want to take my hairstyle. So I'm just sort of you're in that a in pause. between.
0: You're pausing. Yeah. You're Dorinda Medley pausing. I love that though. Yes, correct. Yes. Your Beverly Hills <laughs> pausing because they're on pause too. And I feel like that's thank God necessary. That's what I said. I said mm-hmm. it before, you know, not to, like, mensa myself or anything like that, but, like, I mm-hmm. said it before they announced it. I was, like, look, I feel like they need a break until, like, February. I was, like, that's what so I said. I was yes. just, like, like get through the holidays because the holidays, yes. everybody is stressed. Like, mm-hmm. you've got hand, feet, mouth. <laughs> like, my daughter <laughs> says feet all the time, so I'll say feets with her. I'm, like, you got mm-hmm. hand, feet, mouth. You've got, yes. you know, COVID is still obviously hanging out with yep. everybody. And then everybody's blowing cash left, right, and sideways because everything costs 500% more than it did like 20 minutes oh, ago. Like we were just talking. Can't. <laughs> yeah. so
1: bad. I can't. It's so bad. I, I have to tell you, we went to dinner this weekend because, you know, we had a rough week with the baby being sick. And I was like, let's just go to like a simple, like Italian restaurant up the street, like a pizza Italian restaurant. And I live in New York City. And so we were expecting a dinner that would cost, I don't know, maybe like 130, 150, and, which is still more than you want to spend, but whatever. But
0: that's like date night average.
1: Sure. And it was like kind of, like I said, like a pizza Italian restaurant. Yeah. So my husband, I took the baby to the car before he got the bill. He comes out. He's like, guess how much that dinner costs? It costs $250. And let me tell you. Usually at these types of places, the portions are huge, you know, like it's almost too much. much. Our portions were so small and it was a very mediocre dinner. I was so upset that we spent that much money on such a mediocre experience that I'm like, No takeout this week. No, I'm cooking. I'm not even going to the supermarket this week. I'm finding whatever is in my fridge and cabinets and I'm making dinner. I will not spend a dime this week. I'm so mad.
0: (laughs) You're like, I am foraging. I am dumpster (laughs) diving. I am going to make, I will grab everything in that pantry and mod Uh podge it together before I get. uh, Did you ever watch that show on TLC? um, Like... uh something cheapskates like it was like the cheap people who were like so bent on uh-huh. just just being it was like so gross like they were reusing paper towels oh god like, that sort of thing
1: yeah uh, re,
0: yeah okay well this one guy would do like what we're describing right now like mm-hmm. but in real life so imagine like foraging <laughs> in your, and you're just like putting everything together and you're like what? um but no it's hard like to yeah. not be stressed this time of year, so I feel like it was necessary for them to go just on a little pause until February. Mm-hmm. Everybody can mm-hmm. like calm down, forget about mm-hmm. all the stuff that happened last season. Hopefully, yes, you know, yes, see some yes, new faces. I,
1: yes, it it needs a calming. It needs a pause. It needs
0: it needs to be like a reset. staged palo santo
1: yes <laughs> like it needs yes. a
0: shaman it needs yeah <laughs> it needs a lot of crystals a lot of that um but i think it. Mm. i think once february rolls around and then march allegedly is when they're gonna start filming for the legacy cast oh
1: finally yeah finally yeah like they keep saying nothing about it. Yeah, and
0: it seems, and this is just—I don't know—I I love your opinion. Like, I just feel like they still don't know what they're doing.
1: Right. Entirely. I agree. I agree because if they did know, they would have started up already,
0: or like announced something more concrete. Because they know that we want it. Like, they know right. there's no—it's not a doubt in anyone's mind that we're like ready for Sonia and. You know i i never thought i would say this but like i feel like if they're going to do a legacy season which i only think they should do one season of i think should okay should, interesting. i
1: think they should be it okay like i don't know I think,
0: I think some of these franchises need to be retired as franchises and be branded as something else like remember how roni was originally supposed to be like moms of manhattan yeah like something whack like that yes <laughs>
1: yes okay Uh well
0: I'm not saying name it something terrible like Moms of Manhattan right but don't call it Real Housewives of New York because I think like it's kind of run its course yeah and I would I would still like to see a spinoff though with Sonia and like either continue on with like Sonia and Luann as like you know the Mm -hmm. the the older version ladies of, yeah or, or like you know just have them on a show like an older version of like the simple life like have them travel around and do stuff it, like isn't that. that what they're doing yeah but so far that? it's only been one season like I would I would love other you know versions of that so I hope they continue oh, that but I just don't gotcha. think they need to and like you could have Dorinda hosting people at Bluestone Manor occasionally because yeah. it's chaotic like it's bound yeah. to be chaotic you know yeah
1: I would recommend
0: sure. that she hire more you know like house staff for the next yes. time <laughs> yeah. yes I, I agree that one poor, that one poor kid what was his name yeah Mark, that was- Marty Martin Marcos?
1: Marcos and he wasn't even Marco I think he, just, I mean. <laughs> he he like wants to be an actor or something like he's not even you know what I mean like he just got like cast in that role that role quote unquote yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, he That's, wasn't like legit. She should have real staff. Real but staff anyways, that we don't I think... want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the thing I always think about, which the day will come, whether it's, I mean, maybe not for another 10 years is everyone's going to age out. Unfortunately, like it gets, to, we, you're, you and I are aging everyone around, you know, it, we can't help that. So at some point, we can't do Real Housewives of New York with eighty-year-olds. Eighty, you know, ni- you know, it's not that it wouldn't be entertaining, but it's a different animal, right? You know? They can't.
0: They're not like flashing their vaginas them. on speakers in, yeah. you know, St. Barts <laughs> with the pirate, and you yeah. know, yeah, we're not doing that. Um. So you're, right. I agree, and I hate saying that because, like, I've been watching for almost 20 years so I know. wild you know, I, right what so wild like who let yeah. me who let us grow up like this
1: like I don't I don't I mean I don't when. think <laughs> it was just sort of there and yeah. now we're realizing like oh that's yeah. what we've grown up on essentially as like a you know young adults did you see Weird. that photo of
0: Jacqueline Loretta's Jacqueline husband Chris with no. little CJ, who's not little anymore. Molly, he's 20. Oh
1: my God. Remember when he was, wasn't he like born? Ma'am, on the show or... he
0: was like, no, that was. um.
1: Oh, that was Teresa's daughter.
0: No, no, no. That, Teresa's daughter also, but she had Nicholas. She and Teresa were pregnant at the same time uh, at the very ooh, first reunion. Nicholas, CJ, yeah. the old CJ was the son. older son. Oh, mm-hmm. He was like God. four when it started or something. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I have to go look. 20. It's on I think Bravo and Cocktails has it on um their feed. Like okay. when I saw it yesterday, I had a whole moment where I was like, "No, wait, stop." Like little CJ is a whole like grow like tall facial hair, like a, a grown up, and it just makes you feel some kind of way like, "Oh my god." Yeah, <laughs> what like is how- time, what is
1: time? Yeah. How it's did so that wild. all happen?
0: right like I I don't know it's wild but I do think that they're on the right track with spinning off into like other little shows for the fan favorite yeah and it doesn't have to be every single year like it could be a little more sporadic yeah you know I also and I hate to sound like a curmudgeon but I also like don't want them to flood us like MTV style with like a bunch of like super young, unrelatable. No. I want to, right. I want to keep the same demographic, but like you yes. said, everybody gets older. Right. And we don't, you know, we don't want to see like 80 year old Sonia and 80 year old.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, we, we I, kind of do kind but of, but like... it's, it's different. It's just right, different. not all the time, just like a yeah. special
0: we'll have like check-ins with them or something. Yeah. I don't know. But Yeah, so I hope that they continue down this path. Um, And since you're one of the few people who actually watches stuff other than Bravo, Mm -hmm. um, and I talked to you, I coerced you into watching uh, The Good Nurse on, yeah, Netflix, which both of them were on Netflix, which I thought was kind of interesting that they ran both of those parallel to each other. The Catching, The the Killer Nurse, which was the like- real life you know the right. IRL people um and then the good nurse with uh oh my god okay I have such a crush on- I know her name oh, oh, oh I know her name oh it's- wow oh. I was
1: like can okay
0: oh I know both of their names and I know his name Eddie yeah Eddie why okay are you attracted to him because I get a lot of shit for this I'm not because he's, well, it's not my type at
1: all. Like he's not, you...
0: he's not my type either. And I don't, that's why okay. I can't, I can't, I can't explain it. I think his role in, um, the Marilyn Monroe movie. Who, who did he play? Why am I blinking? He, um, the one, the Marilyn, I know there's like 742,000 Marilyn Monroe movies, but the one with, um. Michelle Williams, which is like oh. the only one that people should ever talk about or bother watching if you're asking my opinion. And okay. I have her signature tattooed on my rib cage. So like a little obsessed, uh, right? Okay. Um, but I don't know, his role in that, I just thought he was just delicious and adorable. He was the okay. guy who was like her friend behind the scenes because he was okay. working in the house or something I think okay. is what I haven't seen that movie in a while. Um, I didn't
1: see that, that movie, but okay. Good okay. to know it's that go, it's a good one. It's a good okay.
0: one. Okay. Um, okay. It came out in like, like 2010, 2011. Yeah. It's, yeah. It it's been a while. Um, But <clears throat> I thought he did a great job at mm-hmm. portraying that psychopath uh, Christopher. Nurse. What was his name? I haven't pulled up. Yeah,
1: he, um well, first of all, Eddie Redmond's a- incredible, yes. incredible actor. He's phenomenal in totally. no matter any role he plays. Mm-hmm.
0: I love him. I love him. And I like Jessica Chastain a lot too. Like, I think she's a really good actress. I was kind of surprised to see her on a Netflix movie, if I'm being uh-huh. totally honest. Like, I was like, "Yeah, wow, because she's like a box office babe. You know, she's more of like a like an a and not that like netflix is bad it's sort or anything, of become
1: for all actors
0: It it, it is because i think a lot of people for whatever reason like don't go to the movies anymore except for me i go to the movies i love a movie <laughs> like i do i go like on average yeah. i would say i go like three times a month to the movies
1: do you go by like- yourself
0: Sometimes I do love to go by myself. People are like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like my son will be like, yeah, for sure. I'm like, no, it's so relaxing. I'm like, you walk in, you sit down, you watch a movie. Nobody's bothering you. Yeah, Like what a dream. I don't know. They don't get it though. Kids don't get it the same way that we do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think kids, the idea of doing anything by yourself is really scary. Like it's yeah. like you're a loser if you do it by yourself. Yeah, you no that,
0: friends. That's what he said. He was like, "Why don't you go with one of your friends?" And like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, yeah, I can just go. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I yeah. think it, like you said, it confuses them because they're like, it's loser status. Like, I think my son's probably like, "Wow, is my mom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is my, my mom, mom on okay? cool?" Yeah, like. <laughs> mom are you doing okay you still have friends right like did you need to talk I'll go with you um but he did no like because that guy in the movie Charles Cullen like I guess you know listening to how they talked about him like IRL like the women that worked Mm -hmm. with him how he was Mm -hmm. like super nice but like kind of introverted like a little like dorky like kind of nerdy like kept to himself like Yeah. Awkward, I guess. Um, and so I found myself like at first kind of feeling sorry for him. Uh And and this wasn't even from the movie perspective, this was like watching the documentary because at first I was like, maybe he has like a severe mental disability to where he like genuinely believes that he's like putting these people out of their misery right by doing what and but then in spoiler alert and if you guys haven't seen it like it's been out for a while now so it's on you honestly at this point yeah (laughs) Um, yeah sorry take it up with someone else um but like (laughs) (laughs) it's like when you find out that the one that like shocked me was the 21 year old kid who was only there he had like a simple surgery or something like that. And he had like a reaction to something to where they like automatically put you in the ICU just for like observational purposes. And then he died because of the insulin thing. And it was like, okay, wait, this is not about mercy. This is just like, you're sick. And like, there's no reason
1: you're mentally ill.
0: You're mentally ill. Like it's incomprehensible to like you or me because I could never, and it's funny. I had it. So we were supposed to record last week and I had my Mm -hmm. GP appointment. And so when I'm checking out at the GP last week, um, they were like, Oh, you have a balance on your account of like 172. And I was like, what? I was like, from what? And they were like, um, hospital visit in May of 21. And I was like, I was like oh shit yes I did I was like that's right I, I had a kidney stone situation Oh, but here's something that's like in retrospect if this had happened after seeing the good nurse and catching the killer nurse Molly it would have been like stroke city USA no listen so I'm at the emergency room I have kidney mm-hmm. stones okay hmm I'm in like stupid pain. First of all, for whatever reason, they're like, oh, we're out of blankets. And I'm like, what? Sorry, what? Like, this is the hospital. And like, this is one of their, and I'm not going to like say their name on air because I do genuinely love this hospital group, but this was like probably their worst day they've ever had in history. Um, So they were like, we don't have any blankets. And I was like, do you have a sheet? (laughs) Like it's freezing
1: something no, we don't
0: have but they didn't have anything at the moment so I was just like okay I'll just lay here and freeze to death then but when you get a blanket if you could like toss me one that would be ideal thank you so she comes in she's like I'm gonna do your IV she's doing my IV I feel stuff like dripping on me and I was like I like looked oh my God. Over, and she was like oh sorry she was like all of our IV bags that we just got in are leaking What? Yes. And I was like so at the time though, listen, Molly, it gets even weirder. So like (laughs) I'm like, I'm laying in this hospital bed and I'm like, this is my life right now. Okay. I'm like, I don't have any blankets. And I'm at their, like, this is their, like, bougie location, okay? Okay. So I'm at their bougie hospital location. It's giving, like, very, like, 1918, like, war-type situation. Like, oh, sorry about it. (laughs) Like,
1: Stop. Okay.
0: So, okay. Then I go get wheeled back for a CT scan. The nurse that takes the IV bag, like, to move me the whole bag like rips open and like the juice gets all over me. And this nurse looks at me and she's like, what's going on? And the nurse was like, Oh yeah. Just like so casual. She's like, Oh yeah. They all have whole, all of them have holes. The nurse looked at her, and I was like, why are you using these? Yeah, like, you Shouldn't can't- that be? She was like, this like- is- yes. So, but like, if this had happened to me after seeing this yes. documentary, you would have had to give me like 30 milligrams of Valium to like relax my heart rate. Cause I would have been like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's I so- agree.
1: I agree. <laughs> and I, and I felt guilty thinking that too, because it's like, I know in almost all cases, there there's is not a killer nurse going the around. Sweet. Yes. There's yeah. the sweet ones. I love a yes. nurse. They, they want, they, it's such a hard job being a nurse. Yes. It's something I could never do. It's not in me. Oh, you got to be built and born for it. Yes. So I agree. After I watched this, I was like, okay, I do have a bit of anxiety now about this whole drip thing. Yeah, And I shouldn't because no. you just simply shouldn't. You and trust. that's wrong too. But I'm with you, yes. especially right now. If I were to be going into a hospital, like fresh off of watching I'd be like, "Did you give this. that a
0: little squeeze? Give that yeah. bag a little... Just give it a little squeeze, so I can make sure there's not like a little like stream that comes out of the side. No puncture
1: wounds in that bag.
0: None. Not a wound to be seen. But I explained it to the people at the. I was like, "Let me tell you about this hospital visit." And I explained it to them, and they were like, "Shut up!" And this one nurse that was behind a partition in the back, she like poked her. She's like, "Sorry, I don't mean to eavesdrop." She was like, "But my mind immediately would have gone to the Christopher Cullen thing." She was like, "Because it had just come out in the news." Yeah. But like it got buried in the news because I never even heard about it. And like, I didn't even. I live for a true crime moment. Yeah. Like, any wild story, you know, like, like the Gwen Shamblin type stuff, you know, like that.
1: Uh... Oh my god! I can't wait for that. <laughs> like how cannot... excited?
0: How excited? When I saw yes. the announcement, I was like. Yes. I was like, I was waiting for somebody to come out and do.
1: With Jennifer Grey playing her. Which is. Did you see the picture? uh, I did.
0: I like hearing, like when I heard that it was going to be her, I heard it, like just heard it. I didn't see it at the same time. So I was having like a real, like I'm picturing baby. Like with big tall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big tall. (laughs) So like, it wasn't in my head, it wasn't registering. It wasn't working. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know. But then when I saw the picture, I was like, Oh, yeah. oh my God. It looks so good. The she mascara, looks... the eyeliner, like the hair, the roots, yeah. like yeah. it's going to be great. It's, it's going to be, be... <laughs> gonna and be for those of you who don't know, it's, um, what is it all the way? What is it? What is the documentary? Uh. Gwen Shamblin just look her up it was that documentary on HBO Max um Shamblin Laura it was The Way Down yes she started that Christian diet program where basically you were supposed to wait for um Jesus to let you know when you were hungry and stuff and then like also, also still not really eat at the same time she was like interesting I mean, you watched that, right? Or did you not? Did you not watch that? I NBA? didn't.
1: I did not watch it. I just know about her because. Oh that, my gosh! That hair is um iconic. I, 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 iconic in, in in maybe the, the worst way.
0: In the worst way. <laughs> in the worst way. It's very you know. I often have wondered like since she became like a hotter topic. Yeah. Because um, I do remember her being on the Today Show back in the
1: nineties. Okay, because I kept saying to myself, she's familiar. Like I know, I know her. Yes, but she
0: had a book. It was like a huge, big bestseller type situation about her weird, like diet cult that she was running through her church. But it was like they were like kicking overweight people out. Like oh my god, it was yes. It's you have to watch it. It's such a trip. It's like three episodes, I think. So it's like an easy watch. But um unfortunately she has passed.
1: Yeah. She just died.
0: Yeah, and like all of the people who were also being investigated also died. So mm,
1: Interesting.
0: Interesting. I know, I'm like on a plane.
1: Mm. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, it's very sus, sus moments. Um, but yeah, definitely watch. The Way Down, it's a good documentary and it's a good rabbit hole to just go down. Like I Googled it yeah. obviously after and just kind of like spiraled out reading about her like weird divorce and like she remarried like a younger dude. Very creepy. Only for a year. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's a lifetime movie. <laughs> like, it is.
1: I'm it like, is. we've seen
0: that before for sure. Oh my um, God, her
1: the guy she married played Tarzan in a- <laughs> Tarzan TV series. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you serious? Yes. On Wikipedia, it says he was known for his role of Tarzan in the American TV series Tarzan, The Epic Adventures. (laughs) He's good looking.
0: I I was going to say, like, I just looked (laughs) him up. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Her hair. Like, I'm so
1: distracted. I can't. Hair like like that you gotta wonder like that should be your first sign like is there something to reconsider about trusting I this woman couldn't this tr- hair? I,
0: I couldn't trust there would be no tr- I'd be like ma'am you left the house like this and this this shit is intentional I can tell
1: like, <laughs> you worked really hard you on worked
0: this. At this and <laughs> for that reason it- for that reason, sharks, I'm out like that. Like I can't, I can't invest in you. I can't trust in you. I don't know what you're selling. but a lot of people were into it, but the nineties were so wild. I feel like, like in terms of like that got, okay. So like the whole good nurse thing, a lot of that happened during the nineties because Mm -hmm. he was a nurse from like, what was it? It was like, he was, it was like 16 years that he was a nurse and he got caught in 2019, so maybe it wasn't oh, the that 90s. recently.
1: I thought it was a, a like 13 or something, but maybe. Uh,
0: th- no, you're right. It was 13. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know where 2019 came from. Um, I just I don't know. I feel like in the 90s, this definitely would have been way easier to keep quiet and keep. Yeah. Like. Like,
1: like most locked. things.
0: Like. Ugh. Like most things, the mm-hmm. '90s were truly a wild time. Trying to, play. <laughs> yeah, like low key miss part of it, but like low key don't miss a lot of it
1: um, for sure.
0: I have, you know, the only question that I have with like the whole uh, portrayal, I guess, of the movie is I was wondering why they didn't use um, like the father, the or the pre-pastor, the.
1: I agree with you. Maybe this, maybe the family didn't Didn't want want that story
0: to be used because the sister was so into it though.
1: I I felt like,
0: so I was kind of like, I felt like it was like a slight almost because his story, you know, because he was such a good man and then he wound up having such like a tragic circumstance. And then his brother, like his whole life was like trying to, you know, tell them that they had killed him and nobody would listen. So it was like, I don't know. I just thought, but maybe it was, you know, blocked by the family, or I don't know. It's just to me, I was like, oh, I don't like that they changed it up and made it like a younger woman. I was like, what?
1: Yeah. I, I guess because I had watched the documentary first, like you were like, I would yeah. recommend, which I'm glad that's the order I did that's it in. That's how I did it. Yeah. Because then I was able to, um, you know, I knew it was going to happen, but like all the characters in the movie, I was able to just like immediately understand what was going on. Yeah. So I, I know I was like, Oh, they're not, they're focusing on a different family. But at the same time he admitted, he admitted to 29 murders, but they said experts think that he's murdered over 400 people, Four hundred. which is, I, I, I wouldn't doubt that that's certainly a possibility
0: I feel like it's way closer it's at least <clears throat> I would say it's got to be over a hundred because think about oh, how oh yeah people, oh yeah you know and oh yeah well, it was and no nine one's... hospitals
1: so what's ups- most upsetting which they made the point of saying in the documentary is like all of these hospitals are all for a profit and so at the end of the day they do not care about us as a patient mm. No. So we continue, I feel like we continue, especially these days to like, who do we trust? Who can make us feel safe? There's so many, you know, we grew up being told certain professions and certain, people. You know, your president, your cop, the cop, I'm the sad. nurse, your doctor, your, um, your church leader. These are all mm-hmm. people who you're supposed to feel safe, yep. trust, aspire, you know, to be a good person like them. Right. And unfortunately- And we know there's many, many, many good ones out there, for sure. Of course, more more good than bad. But unfortunately, there's a lot of bad and a lot that take advantage of the systems and all these various areas. And I think I certainly have an anxiety of trusting people. Now, I I definitely struggle to trust my um my doctors for me and my my child. I do. I really do. And I hate to say it, but, um, it's not even just watching shows. I have that feeling when you have that
0: feeling, you shouldn't ignore it. It's like, if something doesn't sound right, especially medically, but the problem is if you challenge it, they get equally as challenging back with you. And it's like, What? Like, you know, I've had situations where, you know, I've gone in for, like I said, kidney stones mm-hmm. and certain narcotic medication does not like Vicodin. I cannot take it. Like my body does not agree with it. It gives me okay. headaches. It makes me nauseous. I don't like it at all. Okay. So okay. I'm all, I always say like, please don't give me any Vicodin and please yeah. don't give me any fentanyl because I don't like that shit either. Like they gave mm-hmm. me fentanyl one time not a fan. Not only was I nauseous, but my arms were itchy. It was wild. Um, also for kidney stones. So I tell them I have a preference of like what works. And then they look at me and they're like, why do you know about that? I'm like, check my chart asshole. Like I'm not like, I'm not a drug ad, you know, like addict or like, you know, chaser or whatever. It's like, I'm in pain. Like I have a kidney stone. Hello. Yeah.
1: And I've had other experiences where, things didn't work out. And so I'm telling you what doesn't work for me and what does. And that's it.
0: It's nothing deeper, but they treat you like drug addicts, like a lot of the time. And you're just like, sure, Jan, like, yeah, (laughs) sure, Jan, just actually at this point, just give me, just get me out. I just want to leave. Like, that's all. I'm just like, you know what, if this is how it's going to be, just like, write me a prescription for whatever low grade shit you're gonna give me yeah and i'd send me home i would rather just leave and go home and be in pain in the privacy of my own home where i I agree with you and cry in peace like (laughs) like, (laughs) thank
1: you bye it's been real and have a blanket and
0: have a blanket and and not have IV juice like dumped (laughs) on me it was so wild, Molly. I just remember being like, this can't be my real life right now. And this was during COVID so like, Matt wasn't allowed to come back with me. So I had nobody there who could like witness how weird all of this was. Like, it was just like, I had to tell him and he was like, there's no way. I was like, no, babe. I was like, look how wet I am. Like this is (laughs) IV juice. Like, yeah, it's not water. Yeah. Like this is IV stuff. But, um, I don't know, like with regard to trusting, um, authority figures, you know, like you have a really young kid, so yeah, you're not, I mean, but you have stepchildren who are of yeah. age to kind of like know about stuff like that, you know, and I have a teenage son. Um, and it's like, we've had conversations recently because as you're aware and, you know, I will make it more public once I'm able to discuss more about like my son had an incident where, you know, the authorities were involved. Um, he didn't do anything wrong, like for the record. Um, but because he's been taught to not talk to the police unless me or our lawyer are present yeah he was treated really differently because we invoked our right to remain silent and didn't say anything and got an attorney and you know there was nothing like i said there was nothing he did nothing wrong there were no criminal charges or anything
1: but this was
0: something that superseded our you know like pay grade so to speak Yeah, because we exercised our right and so it's like this is my son's first experience with like law enforcement this is his first experience with like (laughs) seeing how adults like act and all of it was so piss poor that it's like now I wonder how his perspective is going to be like as he enters you know adulthood in the coming years is he going to have like issues with authority because yeah. they didn't respect him at all. They didn't even tell him why they were taking him in. The only reason that my son found out what was going on is when he heard the officer call me and tell me why he was calling me. So they wouldn't That's even tell so... him when they, yeah. When they came and t- took him out of the you know, the gymnasium Um, you know, he was like terrified. He was like, what did I do? Like, did I do something wrong? And all they said was just be quiet, son, stay calm. That was it. Like nobody would tell it. Yeah. Just be quiet. Stay calm.
1: That sounds like it's going to be fine. Sure. Right.
0: right. But like you just snatched me out of a gymnasium in front of like 65 other kids who all took out their cell phones to Aww. record me which is like the other problem Aww. it's like parents need to talk to Poor their baby. kids about yeah well yeah because then it obviously was like all of social media like Aww. and I'm handling it as best as I can you know like when yeah. you're a mom there's no blueprint for this crap like right. nobody's like oh here's like turn to chapter 11 this is what you do if there's this type of a situation at your son's school like yeah It's like, this is like one in a, this is like the lottery of parenting. Like, I don't know too many people who this has happened to, you know, specific regarding specifics Hmm. of what he was accused of. Um, So it's just, it sucks. And he also sees it with like the medication stuff because he takes, uh, well, he doesn't take it really anymore because he doesn't like the way it makes him feel. And he's old enough. To have like a say, I feel like like when you're a freshman in high school, it's like I remember being that age. Like I didn't like I had started Zoloft when I was in eighth grade and I hated it. And I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to take this anymore. I feel like a robot, like it doesn't make me feel good. And so I stopped taking it. And so he has been on ADHD medication since he was in first grade. Okay. And It's always been a struggle. We've bounced around between so many of them, but he always complains about headaches and how it like makes his stomach hurt sometimes. And so we're trying to live without it right now. We're seeing how it goes, but it's like a choice Mm -hmm. that I'm allowing him to make. But even when he goes to get his medicine, they treat him like, you know, like Mm. like the the kid who's on that medicine. The kid who's on that medicine. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what it's unfortunate
1: it's it is unfortunate and it's also odd because I feel like many more kids are on medicine these days like it's so much more common yeah so but there's still a stigma there is like people still be like
0: oh oh yeah like Oh, and it's like, what the hell is that supposed to be? Cause like I take, I'm prescribed ADHD medication. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't take
0: it every day. Okay. Cause I don't need, you know, like I don't yeah. need to be my sharpest
1: all yeah. the time. Right? right.
0: And I also don't really enjoy the way that it makes me feel long-term. Okay. So I take it kind of as needed, like maybe three days a week. Okay. Two days That's... a week, three days a week it just depends on what I have going on. Right.
1: Right. But
0: I think just in general, like teaching kids, like how to advocate for themselves, because that's what ever since this whole ordeal went down is kind of what I've been instilling more into him is like, you have to learn how to be your own representative, you know, like
1: yeah,
0: speak for yourself, like tell people you know like boundaries with friends because obviously when all of this went down he was getting texts left right and sideways like I heard this this and this and I heard this this and this like is this true is this true and it's like I told him like you have to respectfully tell people to mind their own fucking business and like that you're not going to talk about it I was like it's all you have to say because it's none of their business. And like, you can't talk about it because you have an attorney type thing. Like, yeah. so I was like, just say that, like that shuts everybody up. Like once you say like, I can't talk about it, I have an attorney, like think about Erica Jane and i right. you know, can't talk right. about it. I have an attorney and it's like, right. the conversation goes away. It's like, cause you know, you yeah. really can't.
1: And also so. that that's, that's all I can share with you. You're not going to get any more gossip out of me. You're not going to get any more information. So right. It's hard for the, kids. The interest will dwindle, but yes, I think it's hard for kids to understand him and his peers. Hard for them to understand, like, yeah. what do you mean? What does that mean?
0: Yeah, well, not thankfully, because what happened was really violent and extreme but like yeah they've moved on now there was a really extreme situation that happened at their high school last Friday that I was just telling you about where two students got into like like an all-out brawl and you know I was telling Molly before we started recording it's like the kids were just standing around with their cell phones videotaping like this girl got a concussion Mm -hmm. you guys like the ambulance came Just like wild type stuff. And then now this girl's life has changed forever. And, you know, I'm very curious to see how they handle the punishment for the perpetrator. Yeah. Because the punishment that Carter received is like the most of it. Carter basically got expelled. I mean, it's like a polite way of expelling somebody is what they did to my son so they suspended him for they suspended him until october of 2023
1: oh my god
0: yes so and then if so then and it's with stipulation so then when he goes like if he was to go next october october 13th to try and re-enroll at the school The problem is he's already missed one and a half quarters of school, so he's gonna automatically fail that grade. Yeah. So absolutely, I don't even understand his whole. He's now he's virtual school. Just we're just gonna ride it out because at this point, the soonest he would be able to go back and start at the beginning of the year and have his credits all transfer would be junior year. And at that point, he was like, I might as well just stay, like, just finish at home. And it's like, he can finish a lot sooner doing it virtually, though. So he could be and, you know, start taking college courses. But it's like little stuff, like, like little stuff, like saying thing, you know, because these kids get like so dramatic about shit that like doesn't exist. You know, like my son got accused of doing something that didn't happen in any way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah. And now his whole life has changed. Yep. Is yeah, turned upside down. Turned upside down. And he, and it sounds like there's nothing that he can do to undo this. It's just like you're expelled for a year and that's that.
0: Yeah. Like we had to formally withdraw him, like all that stuff like forcibly withdraw him um, and sign all these papers. And like, you know, at this point, I honestly am glad that he mm-hmm. is not at that school because I don't trust them, you know, like the way that they handled everything, like at the announcement of what he had been accused of was terrible. It was just, it was a lot. So it's, I feel like it's almost one of those like blessing in disguise
1: yeah. type
0: moments, but it still sucks for him because- you know, the high school experience.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Like he's it's, not going to get that high school experience or at least get, he's unable to choose. Right. You know, right. Um, and this is a public school that he. It's a public school. Yeah. Um, Is there an option to send him to a private school or is that just there like not. There
0: is, but it costs. Uh, I know. I think their tuition now is 44,000 a year. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. Mm, no, not right now,
1: <laughs> No, like maybe no. in
0: like two years, you know, we'll see, but no,
1: it's a lot of money. Right now, that's it's a
0: lot. It's a lot of money. And I mean, it's a great school though, you know, like,
1: but that's the cost of college and it's exactly. like, he's supposed to be getting a free education mm-hmm. and it's like so now you guys either have to homeschool him which is what you're doing now mm-hmm. online schooling yeah move You know, like, oh, let me just move my whole family to a new town.
0: economy, yeah, with the mortgage rates at, like, 8%. Like, because my mortgage rate is 2.65%. I'm, like, never refinancing or doing anything with my mortgage, like, period.
1: (laughs) Yes. I don't blame you. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, like you said, it's, I'm not going to uproot my whole life, but it's just a tragic, you know, turn of events. And it seems, and it's, what sucks, though, is, like, people will, a a lot of people will automatically be like, that's Florida for you. And I'm like, okay, listen, I'm like, yeah. I've had my kid in school in Florida, predominantly his whole education has been in Florida. Yes. But he also spent two years, um, at a school in Northern Virginia and it was just as bad. It's like, I don't, Think it matters where you go. Like it's yeah. just things aren't the way that they used to be. And I hate saying that because I <laughs> I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I sound like just like my parents. But it's true. Like things are just I very know. weird with trust, you know, putting that yeah. trust in people to like keep your kids safe, or putting trust in authorities to do the right thing, or putting trust in your yes. doctors.
1: Yes. To yes. do the right and, thing. And you know. And then what people are doing, and this is only for people who are, have the money to do so is paying for a private school, paying for private doctors, paying for private security. Like, you know, there's a, it shouldn't be this way. It should, it should not be this way. And, um, but I get it that at times as parents or just as adults, if you don't have kids, you feel feel stuck in your options Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like I have no choice but to find the money or I have no choice but to move or it's um it's really unfortunate I mean I I I don't feel like I got help with um I struggle from endometriosis and mm, it's taken me on such a journey to find medical help and I've paid out of pocket for mm. like $200 per week to go see a doctor oh, to help me. And God. it shouldn't be that way. No.
0: It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. But it like is. You shouldn't go bankrupt worrying about your health.
1: Your health like or your children's stay, well-being. Just
0: stay alive. Like, yeah you're like I'm just trying yeah. to stay alive like that's it yeah. like very basic <laughs> like the bare yeah, minimum it- plan that you've got going on you know just like the basic right. good health like that's all it's
1: it beyond. doesn't it doesn't make sense so yeah. yeah I mean to go back to the good nurse it's like the nurses that were highlighted the nurse mm-hmm. that Jessica Chastain pleaded like shh obviously she's a good person, a good nurse. She was ill, which is really sad. And, um, the weird thing was, is how the, um, the, the nurse played by, um, what's his name? We just Eddie said Redman. it by Eddie Redman, um, helped her, helped yeah. her with getting the medication because she didn't have insurance at the time. So I just think at the end of the day, Charles Cullen, I mean, he was just severely mentally ill.
0: Severely, he was in, I was in f-
1: um some psych wards, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. Yes, and he had didn't he have like a prior charge too? I think like something weird, like like a stalking. Torturing.
1: Ooh. Oh, oh. Was um. It- well, I know that there was something he did when he was young, like torturing and killing animals. Yes. Which is that's always a bad bad bad
0: sign that's like (laughs) that sign of our like there was (laughs) I remember one time this one mom was talking about like the kid like like purposely killing like little things and I was like
1: "Mm -mm." so I
0: don't know if I don't know if you watch prime tv but that's sounding a whole lot like a little miniature Dexter you have on your hands. A little serial killer situation. Um, yeah,
1: I would maybe really look into that one.
0: Yeah. he No, but he killed, like you said, he killed small animals. And I thought he had um, like a charge involving his ex-wife. That's what I thought. Like it was like a, like he had to like stalking stay away or from her or something. Yeah, like a stalking thing. Um, oh... Oh no, wait. Okay. Chris Cullen. Okay. There's an actor named Chris Cullen. I was like, wow, his birthday was December 3rd. Wrong person. Um, that's an IMDB.
1: Yeah. This, that's this guy was born on February 22nd.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I always love, and we'll talk about this later because, um, you guys I'm recording with Denise and Molly later today on their podcast about Casey Anthony.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. can't wait I, <laughs> like I had
0: I Molly I only finished it for you like I swear to God I was like I'm only finishing this because of Molly because if, if it yes. wasn't 12 minutes in my blood pressure was so high yeah I was just like oh my god I hate you so much but I have, yeah,
1: Denise said the same thing. She she's like, I shut it off because I couldn't watch anymore. But then when I told her I wanted to talk about it, she's like, okay, fine. I'll yes.
0: It. <laughs> I was. That's like I had to pause it for a little bit and like have a snack and then yeah. regroup and come back to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like stuff like that. I don't know. But anytime there's like somebody in the press, like this Christopher Cullen or Charles Cullen or like Casey Anthony. Well, even though Charles Cullen didn't really get like a whole lot of press time, comparatively, no. he didn't get the press, that he should have gotten way more press.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't even remember hearing about this at all.
0: It's got to be mean, because was... the hospitals are looking to protect you know, yep, because protect like
1: themselves,
0: who the hell I'm sorry. And I'll tell you this right now. Cause like I go to the hospital every now and then when my kidneys are like, Hey girl, let's have a moment, you know? Yeah. If I heard that the hospital that I normally go to was like having issues like that and they just like, let that shit slide. Yeah. No, we're not going mm-hmm. back there. Like that's a whole risk. Goodbye. So yeah. I don't know. And with the Casey Anthony thing, like people who are you know entrusting her now like <laughs> like I just like in my head I just there's so many thoughts like so many thoughts so like last night I was watching well, it again yeah I watched the first episode I watched two times because I love to torture oh.
1: myself yeah well that's interesting that you would watch the first one the first one let see
0: gave me the most yeah. questions
1: why yeah. I'm really excited to talk about it because yeah. I know you are so, you've been so, so involved in the I'm whole case. I'm
0: psychotic about it. Like, it's honestly, Molly, it's, it's like some of my friends, like when it got announced that this was coming, you know, that her interview yeah. was coming out, they were like, yeah, I don't know if you should watch it. Like, I feel like you oh my need god, to just like you you've did. gotta move on. And I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I've watched every single special about yeah. this. I'm just gonna ride this. I have to. So I had to yeah. watch it as hard as it was. Um, but like one of the things, you know, since you and I had talked about uh like it was mentioned in the Casey Anthony thing. So she, they were talking to her like former best friend, right? Right, and like I need to know why they're former best friends. Same. because
1: Same. I was wondering that. They don't yeah. explain that. Yeah. I have questions. Like I'm like, if you're supporting her and you're on this series Casey. Saying, saying she didn't do it, what happened? Is it just that the whole situation just brought you apart? Is it, but Casey, I'm very focused on the fact that she's a liar. I find that very fascinating to me so but we'll talk about that on your yeah there's so much
0: to get into yeah there's so much to get into and but what so like you and I have been talking about you know um like grown-up friendships Mm -hmm. and like and that was one of the things like when I was watching the Casey Anthony thing I was like well why aren't y'all friends anymore and it's like nobody you know the same way you don't get a blueprint for parenting you also don't get a blueprint for like how to maintain an adult friendship because like yeah that shit is not easy all the time especially when you have little kids and like maybe your friends like don't have kids so yeah sometimes they don't you know they don't get it or you know I had shared with you like I just uh ended a 25 year best friendship Mm -hmm. because you know it got to the point where you know she's in an abusive relationship um and you know you can only do so much to like talk you know talk to people who are in that situation and stuck in the cycle of abuse um but oh, yeah. it sucks when you lose a friend like that and, like, you don't, you, like, want to stay, which yeah. is also toxic.
1: Right, for you.
0: for you, Yeah, because it's, like, you take, you know, like, if you're close enough with your, like, I take all my friends' problems all the time. Like, the way yeah. Sutton does, I do that yeah. shit, too. Like, I'm, okay. like, I identify with other people's problems, but then, like, I absorb them and it, like, becomes my own problem. Um, But, like, I don't know. I guess with, it's not only weird in adult friendships, I think. I feel like a lot of times with women, and tell me if you agree, it's still, even at our age, it's a man who oftentimes is the catalyst for like imploding a relationship. Do you find 100% that? A
1: hundred percent. I would say, well, I, I am no longer friends with my best friend from high school college and thereafter um I don't I am it is not because of my ex-husband but he ended up he he didn't do anything wrong is what I'm saying but he's the reason we are not friends in the sense that in my opinion she preferred to stick with him over me that's her choice so that was her decision but There is the male figure involved. Yeah. You know, in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know what occurred um was being friends with both of us. He leaned on her a lot. That was a lot of pressure. I get that. Um, and it was too much. Oh. But at the end of the day, for whatever reason, he was the more important friend to keep. So, you know, um, I don't want to get into this particular friend in particular because there's, you know, a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And often I hear girls, especially like when we were growing up, right. You would hear a lot of girls say, oh, well, I'm not friends with her anymore because she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, is it always the boyfriend's fault? No, no, it can't be, it can't be, but it, so whether it's, I don't want to say it's about the guy, but it's, or rather, like I just said, it's not the guy's fault. It's not the man's right. fault all the time, but it always is the catalyst, so it seems.
0: I was Exactly, because so with this particular person that I'm talking about, we'll call her Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, even dating back to eighth grade, ninth grade, you know, so on, anytime Lucy had a boyfriend, it was like ghost mode. And she would pop out you know, like, I hate that.
1: yeah, I hate that.
0: I hate yes. when girls do that. Molly, nothing triggers me more than like a whack-a-mole friend. Like somebody who yeah. just like pops up out of the ground. like, Hey bitch. It's like, no, you can't do this. Like, don't yeah. call me when you're fighting with your weird boyfriend or like weird shit's going on. Like, I'm so tired of it. So it's like, she had a pattern of doing that our whole lives. So it's like, yeah. I can't even act shocked at her behavior now that and she's had a history of toxic relationships dating back to when we were in ninth grade so this is all stuff that she has shown me throughout the 25 years that we were friends but I guess for whatever reason when you're friends with somebody and you love them like that you like you deal with
1: you you accept accept them them for who they are right you
0: take the good with the bad like not everybody's perfect type thing like okay this is her pattern like after she gets comfortable with her new man like she'll start coming out a little bit more that sort of thing but you know then she got sucked up into this very weird controlling abusive relationship and it wasn't even that so much i mean like you know he and anybody who follows my personal instagram knows that i fucking went bananagrams like two weeks ago Um, but like, he sexually groped me without my permission in her presence. Okay.
1: Okay. Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. We were on a boat. So there's like nowhere to even go. Okay. It was his boat. Also, our other best friend witnessed it along with her boyfriend. Okay. We were all just like shit house wasted. Right. Yeah. And it's like, we decided this is not the time. Like, we're not, I'm not going to tell her on a boat. Like, what? that's the worst place to get in an argument with somebody. (laughs) Like, you can't (laughs) go anywhere. You're all fucking stuck there. Like, no. So we got off the boat. And when we got, you know, I wasn't driving. And neither was my best friend. Her boyfriend at the time was driving. We got in my car. And we were just like, I just don't think right now is the time to tell her. Like, not just right now, but like in that moment because she was very like he couldn't do any
1: wrong so if i had told her it would have been my fault sure you did it somehow you made it happen somehow i
0: mean i was in a bikini i was wasted i was shaking my tits like but that doesn't mean like come that's not permission
1: right this is not permission to come and grab a titty like so now let me ask did he when he grabbed you was it like for like everyone else to see in a sense, like this is jokey and I'm doing it. Or was it like you were bent over getting a soda or beer and he grabs you? So the first, the first grope was we were- first. first, was
0: Yeah, there were two and it was a BOGO grope. It was buy one, get one within the same (laughs) hour. Okay. And I think it was both tits. Honestly, maybe he had a good feel for both. I don't really know. So we were getting, like, we were going to this uh, restaurant slash bar that -hmm. you can only get to by boat. And like, you park your boat out on the sandbar. And then the other boat from the restaurant comes and like, brings you into the restaurant. And so we were getting off of his boat onto the restaurant boat. And he like, did one of the, like, did like a full hand. Yes. Like a, Mm. like, Oh, let me help you. And I was like,
1: okay. Like a
0: full, like, and like looked at my best friend, like with like the big, like Ramona eyes, like times infinity. Right. And I was just like, okay. So then we go to the restaurant, get a drink. And then we're taking a group photo and I was standing next to him just by chance. I was fifth wheeling it. I was with two couples. Okay. Okay. So he puts his arm around me and does the same thing like on the other side, you know, and there's a picture of it there. Cause when the person who was taking it, they just started taking a bunch of pictures. Sure. So there's a photo of it and it was like a full, you can tell when somebody accidentally grabs you, like I have giant boobs. So it's like, it's not lost <laughs> on me that like you could accidentally like, yeah, you know, overextend a yeah. handful but it's like
1: no that was very purposeful what he did
0: when the pads of the fingers are pressed into the skin it's like buddy this he's a old man he's older too like 15 years older
1: oh boy okay yeah so so he's really in a different mindset too of appropriateness
0: yes yes yeah and
1: like the thinking and he like, can just is, do what hey, he wants
0: yeah hey we're just drinking we're having a good time yeah it's just like a titty it's not a big deal it's like no
1: I I disagree <laughs> like, hey, it's and a big and it's, deal. it's probably all on you in his head right it's like well you're the one that's got big boobs and you're oh, the one that's showing well, them off so well, why would not I she
0: said that to me she was like well you were shaking your tits and dancing I was like Yes, I was, and I said, and how many other people groped me that day at the restaurant? Right, because I was doing it at the restaurant too, not just on the boat. I was fucking wasted, like right. And Whitney Houston was on. Like, are you joking? (laughs) Like, yes, I was shaking my tits everywhere for everybody. Yes, I want to dance with somebody. Like, please, I love that. Yeah, so. Like, I don't have control when that means, like, it takes over my body. I get and it. I get it. So, yeah. But so she asked me um, also what I brought, you know, because I had propositioned it to her this way. I said, you know, I need you to answer me very directly, very specifically. Either yeah. you agree and believe that what I'm saying is true, that he groped me inappropriately Mm -hmm. or you're calling me a liar and saying that he didn't do it at all yeah i was like only one of two can be true either you accept it and and admit to it or you're calling me a liar and i need to know which one it is yeah she accepts admits you know that sort of thing and i was like okay and then you know It turned into her disinviting me to her wedding because he was uncomfortable with my presence there. And she was, yeah. And she was like, you know, our wedding day is just not the time or place to have any conversation. I was like, who the fuck said? that I was going to be there to do anything other than celebrate this fake ass love story that you're <laughs> peddling to people.
1: Like, yeah. Like I'm what you really think I'm going to yeah. come to your wedding and say, Hey, we need to talk about what happened on the boat.
0: Right. Yeah. Let's talk about that right now, oh ma'am. God, come goodbye. Come on. Please. Come on. Yes. And so that's what I said. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, you've known me for 25 years. Like I have etiquette, like, you know i saw the whole season with class with the countess you know i've got it like i'm down you know i know what to do what not to do i'm not yeah, going to come yeah, yeah. to your like get the fuck yeah. out of my face so yeah. i was like this is for and then she said to me in response but but don't worry like you can come to our house and visit us anytime and i was like so wait i can come stay oh, in your home okay but i can't come to your wedding i was like no this is where I got to draw the line because it's like and then it was also when I would t- when I said, you know, like um when he groped me or like he sexually assaulted me or sexually groped she would say, "Can you not say that, please?" And I was and I, I'm not even kidding you, Molly. "Can you wow. not say that, please?" And I said, "So what would you prefer I say? The incident?" And I said it completely fucking jokingly, like being a bitch about it, yeah. like a passive aggressive yeah. bitch. Yeah. She was like, yes. And I was like, ma'am, like, I was actually fucking kidding. And the fact that you're like, yes.
1: Yes. Only like, refer to it that way, please. So,
0: right. Like, and yeah. so it's like, it sucks and it hurts.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: because 25 years, like, we've been through it all. You, yeah. Any, anything you can think of, been through it all. And like, I do still love her. And, You know, I wish her the best, but it's like, I'm not going to be the emotional scapegoat anymore, you know, because I know that a lot of their problems were blamed on me because I have no problem exposing him for who he is,
1: you know? Interesting. Now, is she somebody who's had like many, many boyfriends and every boyfriend's always been kind of like a problematic situation or- not so much.
0: That. So she's, she's always been in a relationship. She is okay. a bounce, you know, like as soon as she's out of one, she's into right the next. into the next. Yeah. So okay. she's never taken a moment to like, get to know herself.
1: Yeah. you know, like yeah.
0: really sit back and be like, wow, like I have some shit that I got to fucking work on. And like, It's never cute to do that. Like when you have those moments where you're like, damn, I kind of suck. Like I should really fucking change my behavior.
1: But- So she's somebody that needs validation, confidence Mm -hmm. from a man she's with. Mm -hmm. And so for her to potentially lose that by sticking up for you or, or trying to just find a neutral ground in that- that was not worth her risking her losing this sense of security that she's now feels she's discovered. So it's very sad.
0: It's super sad because she also, I think she knows deep down, like if there was like a serious problem, you know, I didn't block her on email. So she, she could reach out to me on email. Um, but
1: find a you, way. Yeah. She,
0: she could find a way or, you know, she still taught. She still occasionally has chatted with our other best friend who's still friendly with her, you know, but like, doesn't nobody hears from her because she's been isolated into yeah. this whole other world where she thinks it's safer that way because she doesn't have all this outside interference and outside noise because people constantly tell her like, girl, this guy is not it. Like, yeah, he is fucking bra- Like you just got divorced. Like, yeah, you know, you just, she had like the easiest divorce I've ever seen too. I was like, girl, why are you d- g- rushing to get married to somebody like that? You're not having kids with, you know, like she already has yeah. two kids. He's like, I said, he's older. They're not having it. So like, why get married? Like, I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm like, if financial I'm financial
1: gonna... security. I mean, that's Maybe. something I can think of. That's, well, that's...
0: he, yeah, he's he's doing well for himself yeah um so that's another and listen I don't begrudge any woman who wants to be taken care of like uh-huh. I'm sure. a stay-at-home mom like yeah I am taken care of so it right. would be hypocritical for me to be like oh she just wants him for his money it's like that's not all she wants him for but like it doesn't fucking hurt
1: that no I mean it sounds like at maybe her age too. She's at a point where she's just like, I need to settle, down. settle down. Yep, I gotta be in a committed relationship. The- I don't care if it's mediocre. It's, mm-hmm. it's. I safe. need it to. F- it feels safe. I need it to feel good about myself. Um, I just don't care ab- about digging deeper and yeah, and going back know, out
0: into the the playground of. Yeah, Whatever the fuck is left out there because it's not a lot. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I get, I it's get, really I get it. It's really
0: hard. I yeah. get that part. But it's like, the other part is I've always been, like, quite literally, Molly, since eighth grade, I've been, like, her representative.
1: Like, mm. I've taken
0: up for her. Like, you know, if anybody Long was friendship. ever... Meet, yes, like, I'm her protector, so to speak. Yeah. Like, if shit hits the fan... Even if, like, we were having, like, you know, because you know how it is with girl best friends, like, you have a fight and you don't talk for a couple months, and then, like, randomly you're like, This is so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, like, you're just like, Yeah, hey, I'm done being passive aggressive now. Are you like, do you want to just yeah. like, be over this Go back to normal? So, yeah, or like, if so, if like a crisis happened. Yeah. Then it would break the ice of whatever contentious situation that we were, you know, cause like that's how ha- that had happened like two times where she and I hadn't spoken for a couple months and it was all related back to the dude.
1: Interesting.
0: All of them. Cause it was like, cause she wasn't showing up as a friend and I would call her on it. Like you've broken plans like this many times. And like the one plan that she broke that like it was the straw that broke the camel's toe. Um, as Kathy said, <laughs> that's like my favorite. I'm like, I need to merge that. Like it's on my list. You should. Today. I need that's to a, that. Yeah. That's a good one. It's cause it's so good to say I'm like, Oh my God. Um, but like the straw that broke the camel's toe for me was yeah. she, you know how much I love Trixie and Katya. Like I had ticket, like I, I got tickets for us to go see Trixie and Katya live, which is the hoodie I'm wearing right now.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: she bailed on me. She was like, oh, we got tickets to go to the Tortuga Music Festival, which, listen, if anybody listening by chance knows or attends the Tortuga Music Festival, I'm sorry for the slander that I'm about to drop. But like, it was an embarrassing girl. It was... Like you know how at like the county fair it'll be like like Creed and like Nickelback like not Nickelback Um, but like like those bands that like yes
1: yeah it was there's like a whole thing with those kinds of bands where it's like they're just the worst in some way like whether they're good or actually good it's like they're the worst stuff
0: they're just the worst right it's like there's no redemption I don't care if you put out an absolute banger right now there's like for Nickelback nothing and my husband Matt loves Nickelback and I'm Uh so embarrassed like because sometimes it'll come on like on his playlist in the car and he'll turn it up and I'm like turn it down like turn it down right now it was so embarrassing but yeah she ditched me to go to the Tortuga Music Festival and I was just like like we've had these tickets planned like we bought the tickets for Trixie like seven months in advance is when they went on sale like yes that's
1: yeah, that doesn't no make excuse. sense to me. So yeah, like, well, it,
0: oh, I didn't know what day it was on. I'm like, you don't have Google. Like before you bought the other tickets, you weren't like, hold on, one second.
1: You're just not. You're you're kind of proving that it doesn't matter enough. I don't matter, right? Yeah, so, like okay. to figure it out, right? Yeah, I find I I have experienced with many friends since I'm young, um, close friends temporary friends like whatever it it may be as soon as a man comes into the situation they're no longer asking oh let's let's plan a vacation together or oh that vacation we were gonna do together um I just can't do it anymore yeah Yeah. or you know they're only they're no longer checking in having like back and forth conversation with you you're only hearing from them when shit hits the hits the the fan And then I'm like, cool. So you've been in this, let's say eight month relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not hearing from you. I'm not even meeting the guy. I don't, okay, whatever. You know, I've got other friends. I've got other things to do in my life. But then the only time you text me is when stuff starts to go down. And all I'm doing now every day is taking in your shit energy That's not fair, right? And then you're constipated
0: with like dark energy, like yeah, you you have your own shit, like we all have our own shit. And now I'm overfed with your shit, your bullshit. That's not okay. No, it's draining. Balance it.
1: Yes, do something. It's it's draining. It's selfish. It's inconsiderate. You know, I'm happy to help my friends. Believe me, I bitch and vent to my friends all the time. (laughs) but it's like let's keep it even I also want to share with you the funny stuff the fun stuff you know and and, you know back and forth or or let's just talk about some silly movie you know what I mean or show like the housewives or
0: yeah a movie yeah like you said like something mindless like
1: mindless and light you know but when all I hear from you is when stuff's going down And it's not just that one relationship that was rough. It's every few months, another Uh, rough relationship. Oh my God. Like what
0: in the deal? Like I have a friend who is guilty of that. um, Mm -hmm. You know, only popping up when there's a crisis Mm -hmm. and then I don't hear from them. And as of recently, I finally decided like, you know what? I'm like, after he, uh, like, there was like a scheduling conflict for my birthday dinner. Cause he was going to take me out to dinner for my birthday and you know, something came up in his schedule and then something came up with my schedule. So it was like, I told, I was just like, you know, he had a flight. That's what it was. He had a flight early the next day. And I was just like, you know what, let's just go when you get back from your trip, that way we're not like rushing for you to get home to pack and like all that stuff. And Never heard, never, and I'm not rescheduling my own birthday dinner. Like that's embarrassing as hell. Like don't tell me like I want to take you out to dinner and then be like, oh, like I'm I'm not done packing. It was like he wanted to cancel, but like didn't want to say it. So I just said it for him. Like, look, if you're not done packing and you have to be at the airport by five a.m., like do what you got to do. You know, like you have shit to do. Like I I get it. Like you know, like I'm a fucking grown up. I don't care about my birthday that much. Right. But if you tell me you're going to take me out, but I had just done a bunch of favors for him because his life was on fire. But once he got back from his trip and found a new man.
1: You're on the back burner.
0: I'm on the back burner. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? I'm done. Like, don't call me when you have a fucking emergency. Get a therapist.
1: Yes. Like, Truly. Get a
0: therapist. Truly. Please. Because I
1: have one. Like, uh, Yeah. And there's some things you just can't put on your friends every day. You can't. You exactly.
0: Because I don't know how to say no either is my problem. Like I struggle with boundaries with people. Okay. I want to be everybody's savior.
1: See, I've gotten pretty good at boundaries and drawing lines, um, which has created some problems for people because yeah. it's sort of like, how dare you do that to me? But I'm like, well, how how dare you do that to me?
0: Yeah. I've gotten better. I,
1: you know, like I can only be so much. I can only do so much. I have a lot going on. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes my life is fine and and right. there's not much drama. No problem. But sometimes it's really difficult. Yeah. And I, I find when I try to maybe say, okay, well, let's have a back and forth. Like what's going on with you? Okay. Well, what's going on with me too? And then mm-hmm. there's no interest in that done. I just, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't answer. Good for you. I just, I'm like, I, you know, that's I, I'm sort of, move. I
0: love
1: that. Uh, is it? <laughs> it is. I send out the message of sort of like, you can vent to me. I can be your, your, your texting venter. you sure. know, no problem, but I'm going to choose whether I want to respond to this particular situation yeah. because sometimes I've responded over the years and it's talking to a wall. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then so, you feel
0: like what a waste of time when you're done. You're like, what the fuck did I even bother engaging in that shit for? Because now I'm mad. Like, like now I'm exactly. mad. I wasted my time. I feel you. So
1: with those particular friends, I put up that wall of not responding. When I have other friends who hey, I hear you. That's something to consider. I appreciate what you're saying. Thanks for listening. To me, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm just like talking at you at the end of the day, that's, that's not fair. No, you might as well DM
0: yourself. Like DM, like use your like personal IG to DM like your (laughs) podcast IG. And it's the same fucking effect. You're like.
1: Like get a private Twitter (sighs) account and just like tweet all day long. You know, (laughs)
0: I don't know. Stay anonymous, yeah. Just like that's actually not a bad idea. I don't know. It's not. It's not Twitter. I can't Twitter. I can't go. I don't go over to that side of. It's a dark side Twitter. I I only did it for like a little bit, and this was back in like 2012 when it was still like kind of, I guess, like normal on there. Okay. Yeah. And but like that's when I started to notice. I was like, it's very wild on this side of the internet. I don't think this is my speed. I think I'm just gonna stay. Danger back over on. there. Yeah. So I've never I've never indulged in like the Twitter I nonsense. I love reading it though. I love when people no. post the Twitter roundups. So I'm like, I love you for being so brave to go on Twitter and collect this for me. <laughs> like, I know,
1: right? No, I don't really tweet either because it, it's a vicious world out there. And I'm like, I don't feel like having strangers yell at me all day long. Right. So my thoughts so
0: and just like random shit too like I've seen people get slaughtered like there was this thread that I saw on um this page I follow triple t they're hilarious um they were posting something that said like rule number one like don't ever go on the internet and be happy about anything because people will tear you down like right away like this girl like posted she like tweeted something about like being happy about like her nails or something like that. And people just came in and like subtweeted her and just like destroyed her. And I was like, gosh, like- Terrible. She just got her her nails done. Like, yeah, let let her live. Like she's excited about her nails. If you don't like them, keep it moving.
1: Just move along, scroll.
0: You know, it's like,
1: there's a thing where you can have a thought in your head and not type it into the internet. Imagine that. Like, guys, you know, it is possible to just not comment. Or maybe you could turn to your partner or your coworker and say, oh, my God, listen to what this person wrote. That's it. And just move along with your life. Like, why do you have to comment in the most vicious, cruel, questionable way? Like, I am... It's rough. And it's even like us doing a podcast. Like, it's like, I hesitate even doing the podcast sometimes of like people's opinions and and people just like destroying us for just like having a human existence, you know?
0: Like, why? I'm like, look, nobody is nobody is making you listen to me I promise like no one no and it's okay one. if you don't
1: it's the really census, okay
0: t- right the census takers it's not on the census as far as right. I know like I haven't seen everything's hunky-dory or gossip that's good for you on my yeah. census forms so like yeah. nobody gives a fuck if you're listening I care yeah. I would love for you to listen to yeah, me and sure. to Molly and Denise like yeah love thank it thank you thank you <laughs> but like be nice and like you don't have to agree with everything that I say. Right. you know but like don't be a dick like just right. don't be a dick like right. if you're gonna be an asshole like a little bit like kind of be funny about it maybe like at yeah, least I mean- put some humor on it like don't be a complete dick but you could just call you know like if you have something to say about me like that's fine like but just don't be a straight up asshole is all I'm asking
1: yeah hard. I mean I, I again I think most people are good good people yes. I think most people are kind and well-intentioned and and again you know this goes back to what you're talking about with the nurses and everything and and even friends you know I think friends I don't know like so I wonder what you think so with your friend I mean we've said okay she it sounds like she needs validation from Mm -hmm. her partner and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but does it reach a point with with people where it's like um Maybe that is the direction she just really needed to take in her life. You know, like maybe your friendship has really just expired Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. This is how I look at the friendships that have expired for me, you know, like we have grown apart maybe and we were We're holding on on to something. Yeah. We've, I think at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Like, I know that's why I got a divorce at the end of the day. Like we just grew apart, you know? you're on two paths and sometimes it's not worth forcing that relationship or that friendship Mm -hmm. to keep going on.
0: And I'll never say never, you know what I mean? Like, same, like, cause the love is deep. There's like Uh an asterisk next to, you know, like when I say never say never, it, there are stipulations. Like I wouldn't say like, yes, girl, like,
1: all welcome well, home,
0: welcome home, honey. No, it would not <laughs> yeah. be like that at all. um, and it would it wouldn't even be possible right now because this is still so fresh, and like for I, sure, you and I have talked about this. I'm very big into actions. I mm-hmm. pay attention to what people do more than what people say because you can say anything, like yeah, look, talk about anything. look at us talking 100%. about a bunch of shit right now. You can talk right. about whatever doing shit. Is different. So it's like, if your actions and your words line up, great. Love that. But if you're blowing smoke up my ass, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be a better friend. I swear, like, I'm going to make an effort and blah, blah. And then it's fucking crickets. Yeah. I'm paying attention. Like, I am. You're sending the message. Yes. So it's just, I don't know. Reciprocation is key. You can call me if you're having an emergency, but that's not the only fucking time that I want to hear from you. Yeah. Like, when are we getting drinks? Like, when are we going to do this? You know, I don't know. So that
1: this, this friend that I was speaking about earlier, this, the action thing that again, was very telling because when she, cause she didn't live in the area anymore. So when she would come to town, it was like, well, um, I'd like to see you, but I mean, legit, I would like to see you, but I have to see, um, this group, this group, these people, these people, these people, So if you want to, like, come to the bar where I'm at, that's fine. I can see you there. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. You don't have
0: time to just, like, chill with me. Like, do you have a coffee hour, like, available? Can I pencil in a Starbucks? Like,
1: I'm your best friend. Your best friend. Don't you see? We've done endless things, just the two of us, over and over. but now it's one that one christmas she goes i just have a lot going on but like um if you want to meet christmas morning in the supermarket parking lot just to say hey because it because my boyfriend's house is near your parents and this is years ago but um i can i can do that and i'm like you're penciling me in for christmas morning to say hey in a parking lot it's like a custody exchange (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like parents meet up to swap kids that way. Like, I'm like, you know. That's better than I got though, honestly, because similar situation, the girl, Lucy, was in Orlando with the guy. I live here, okay. I was Mm -hmm. like, obviously I would love to see you while you're here, but I don't want to be, I made it very clear at the time I didn't want to be around him. Like, I was just like, I just want to see you. Yeah. And she was like dancing around, like, like dodging me, essentially. And so I set it up to where, because I just wanted to test it. Yeah. I set it up to where there was no way to dodge it. I said, How's this? Your hotel is right up the street from my house. You know, it's like 15 minutes away. I'll drive to your hotel. You can come down, you can come outside you can give me a hug mm-hmm. and then you can go back in and that's that
1: couldn't even do that okay that's bad
0: couldn't even do that so yeah it was yeah so, it was a
1: mess. I would say I understand your hurt completely because it hurts no matter what like it feels like a breakup It it feels like an actual like death
0: almost because you're like you're used to like and you've gone yeah. through divorce and I've yeah. gone through like my son's father and I weren't married but you know, we it were together for divorce. a while. Yeah. So it's like, you find yourself like wanting to tell them when something yeah. happens for like the first, yeah, like bit of time or like, yeah, even still, like, I think it's different when you have an intimate relationship with somebody. Cause like, you can find ways for to, sure that person, like way easier.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. I could see that. Yeah.
0: You know, but, but like with a friend, yeah, it's easier to like romanticize, the past at least for me I'll do that I'll find myself being like I miss like this and this and then not remembering like how shitty I would feel and you know slighted I would feel and like it just I don't know like you take the good with the bad Mm -hmm. but like how much bad do you take before you walk away and like It doesn't, like I said, never say never. It's a pause maybe, but like for right now, it's a pause without.
1: An indefinite pause. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is an indefinite pause. So what about for you?
1: Um, With this particular person, um, I definitely have no interest in a friendship and I think she feels the same way. Like, I feel like we're both good not being friends. However, um, nothing ended in like a dramatic, over the top thing. It's like our relationship just continued to fizzle. It just kept fizzling okay. out. and it's like we actually went away together um, for a weekend, and it was almost like that last ditch effort to like oh. see if we were still connected. <laughs> <The> couples <laughs> retreat. Yeah, and like it was bad. Like we were both just not in the same place anymore. So. Um, I know she's not someone I, I write off, I would write out of my life and like, I wish her the best and she's a great person, but I'm definitely in a more peaceful place, not being Without. sad about our friendship, not being what it is anymore. Like yeah. I'm good, you know, You're maybe, good. maybe in 20 years, you know, right. like I, I have, um, you know, this is, she was part of my high school and college group. And um, so my high school friends, I've reconnected with a little bit, a couple of them who were all in the same circle. And there's another girl that um, the way she handled something that had to do with my um, divorce, um, I felt was very selfish. And I decided I never want to be friends with her again. So, but for me, she was never somebody who contributed honestly to the friendship. Okay. So I was in in the sense of she was never honest about what was really going on in her life. She was very like um, everything was very uh, what's that? What's it called it's when you make everything look perfect and it's really not procured. Yeah, like or everything like, was just like pretty like and not wife type like. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to be friends with somebody that's not like really down to earth and real and authentic, but we were friends from high school, whatever you continue the friendship. It's no big deal. And then when she did what she did to me at this time, you know, when you're going through a divorce or something along those lines, you really draw boundaries. Like you, it's about you and your survival, (laughs) right? Or you are surviving. You are surviving. And I did not have children. So it was All about me, let me tell you. It was all about me. So um, with what with something like that, where she wasn't even contributing to the friendship in the first place, where I feel it was authentic, I was like, I'm done. And I had told my high school girlfriends, I said, she's someone I never want to. I'm done. I don't need that in my life anymore. But the other girl, you know, we have a really long good history, and um certainly my doors opened for maybe one day, but okay. it's not today. Yeah. So that's how I think about like with your friend. like yep. I just lost my ear pod. Um, with your friend, like it needed to just take a pause right now and it might be a forever pause, but it might just be a today pause, you know? Right,
0: never know. And like, you know, like you said too, it's like, we wish the best. Like this isn't like a cylinder yeah. fest. Like I'm not here to- you know and talking about my experiences cuz like i hate when people are like how could you expose x y and z and i'm like what happened to me happened to me and like yes. abuse is a very broad term i didn't specify what type of abuse i'm talking about because i would never mm-hmm. put her on blast like that there's you know emotional verbal physical and i'm not telling anybody what i'm talking about anybody mm-hmm. who knows them knows and that's what it is. But, um, you know, I would never, I, I would never do anything to like paint her in a bad light. Cause she's not a bad person. And same with you and your friend. Like, it's not that she's a bad person. It's just you're different sure. people moving on your different paths, but adults out there have to be, you guys, we have to be better friends. Like, yeah, I agree. We, and like, especially now, like the holidays, I don't know about you, but like, I get hella depressed at the holiday time. Like it's hmm. just, you know, it's overwhelming. Why? Um. Well, when my sister passed away, that kind of, you know, put like a dark cloud over the sure. holidays. But like, even before then I've just, you know, I've grown up with, you know, two different families. Cause my parents okay. were divorced. Okay. So it's like splitting Christmases and just like, the yeah. whole production of it all. Like even as a kid was kind of a pain in the ass. And then yeah. you know you become a grown-up and it's like there's so much pressure to yeah. you know have yeah. everything done. And it's like it's December 6th. Like what?
1: I know. Like, Christmas is it, in is five so... minutes. I know. <laughs> I just said that to my husband. I was like, like Christmas what? is in th- three weeks. What three is weeks. going on? Right. Like, less than three like, weeks
0: now. Like, what? Like, I'm not, hold on, stop. Like, I need to do, like, the Save by the Bell, like, Zach Morris pause like, <laughs> yeah. pause. like, I need to get, like, a whole bunch of shit done, and then we can, like, resume this. But I don't know. Um, We'll have to talk more about friend stuff, because I'm actually recording with Blake from Blonde Hair Black Heart mm-hmm. today on his podcast, because he's been going through it with his best friend too so I'm kind of like
1: Uh, wondering like
0: if is this like a you know like our demographic type like
1: I don't know I mean
0: you know know, like
1: yeah me and Denise talk about friendship stuff a lot on our podcast because I I I actually I think like you had said it earlier it it is like a death losing a good friend and I think it's something that is so written off, you know, like if you broke up with your boyfriend or you got a divorce, everybody's like, oh my God, are you okay? Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. so sorry. How's it going? But with a friend, when a friendship ends, everyone's kind of like, okay, well, you have oh. other friends.
0: Yeah, you have, don't worry, you have it's other like, friends.
1: It's like, well, maybe I don't have other friends that I leaned on like this. Right. Maybe I didn't have other friends who have gone through everything with me that I have gone through with this friend. I mean, there's so many aspects to so friendships. Many. So but. Yeah, I'm curious what he'll have to say about it. It's um yeah, his is pretty his is pretty hefty too. His
0: was um the one of the people. So it's like a couple situation. Mm. One of the people was the person who officiated his wedding to his husband and the mm. other one was like in the wedding party. Yeah. So like they're like you know, friends That's friends tough. and they had a whole falling out and it's like yeah it hurts and people don't lend enough like thought to like the no. hurt of it like because it the is hurt. like it it's a work I think it's worse because it's it's so much harder to like hate somebody that you've shared that many yeah sacred and like fun moments with. Whereas like if it's your ex-husband or like yeah somebody you were intimate with for whatever reason it's it's like I yes. feel like it's easier to hate on them. I don't
1: I know. I agree why. with you. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of why that could exactly can, I can't even is. think.
0: I'm like, I'll ask my therapist on Tuesday. I'll yeah. be like, hey, girl, question for you. I do that all the time. I'm like, <laughs> why am I like this? She's like, oh, I got an answer for you. I'm like, yes. Like, her best piece of advice that she's given me. And like, I think I told you this when we were like mm-hmm. having our like kumbaya DMs, because yeah. I love those. Um, yeah, I do too, but she told me recently um, that I have to like stop being attached to the outcome of things. Yep. I yes, yep. and it's like I don't. It is such a simple piece of advice, but like when you sit down and think about how horny you get for controlling the outcome of things, or like anticipatory anxiety about the uh. an outcome of something. And it's like, girl, whatever's going to happen is going to fucking happen. And you just got to like detach yourself from the outcome. And you're like, bitch, that sounds so simple. Shut up. But then when you it's start doing not... it, you're like, right. You're like, wait, this is so hard. But when you my, do it, uh, it's effective.
1: My therapist said to me as a kid, and an attachment to an outcome leads to failure. Oh. And she would repeat it over and over and over to me. And it is so True, and I think about the conversation we've had about it, um, and you were like, "I have no you know assumption you of how trust. the dates they just just go with an open heart, yeah. just open arms,
0: and it sounds Don't- so weird,
1: <laughs> but it's so true so because true. an attachment to an outcome is could be something you're anxious about, but it could also mm-hmm. be anticip so like even the holidays, right? It could be the anticipation of you have the idea that the holidays are going to be what we see on TV and what we see in the movies—matching pajamas and, we, and yeah, cocoa the, and cocoa and singing Christmas carols <laughs> and the family laughing around the table and you know so on and so forth. And so, when that's what you anticipate your experience to be, and it rarely is, or even it, it could be something better, but you're attached to that idea, to that specific.
0: Like imagery, yeah. And then when yeah. that doesn't happen, you're like, "This is the worst." Like, yes, yes. And it's like it's not even mm-hmm. bad. You're just like, "This just wasn't what you initially had thought." Now, sometimes it, you know, sometimes it sucks the outcome, but like, you're never gonna roll clean dice every single time. Like, you're yeah. gonna have some fuck ups, and that's fine. But yeah, I just think that that piece of advice is really so good. Simple but it's, it's so hard to like actually adopt the mentality mm-hmm. of. So we'll all work on that this holiday season, but before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? And
1: yes, yeah, So, again, yes, yeah, So, um, we are pretty active on our Instagram gossip. That's good for you. I post a lot of story. I'm the main poster of the stories on our Instagram and but Denise is posting a lot of like little video clips from when we record our podcast. And you can find our podcast on all podcasting on platforms. Everywhere.
0: The whole internet. Yeah,
1: everywhere. We're out uh, every Monday. We come out with a new episode.
0: Yes, they are on time, you guys. We love it. They have good production quality. We love that. And it's two women. I mean, we also love that. And you guys talk about so many different things, which is one of the reasons- We do. I love- We do. I love that you guys covered like- like your Matthew Perry coverage was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, that was so intense. Let me tell you. So me and Denise are friends from college and we are so different. It's wild. Like to this day, we are so different. And sometimes it's like, truly, how are we friends? Like truly. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm saying this because we say this to each other all the time. Uh-huh. Um. So we have very different interests, different passions. Um, I'm very creative and I'm into I, I work in the film industry and I like talking about old Hollywood. Like I'm kind of an old soul and Denise is a journalist and she's all about the hard facts and like finding the answer and like what's going on and um we butt heads a lot. So with like Matthew Perry, for example, you know, she's all about <laughs> the facts of what Matthew Perry did, and I was like girl, I am just a fan of his from friends. Like, can me- I said to her, I am never telling you when I'm going to read a book again out of pleasure because you ruin it for me. You're like, you
0: shit all over my dreams. Like, stop it. I'm just trying to enjoy this book, Denise. God damn it. Like, it's just, ab- I felt so yeah. bad too. Like when I did, cause I was DMing with your podcast page, which I know is usually you. And I, I think it was you the day that I was like, Matthew Perry's a dick. And you were like, <laughs> I love him. And I was like, Oh shit. I was like, this is Molly. I was like, sorry. I was like, but he's such a dick.
1: Like no, oh, no, I no, it. it
0: was, no, it was, I said that friends wasn't funny. Oh, you said friends. wasn't funny. Yeah. You're like, I'm sorry. I don't want you to think. I think you're funny, Molly. It's okay. It's and okay. I was like, Oh my God. It's- I felt so bad. I was like, cause people oh. get really offended. My husband oh, the other night it I came never. up. Cause I was like, the show is terrible now and he was like uh-huh. "The show's such a classic i was like oh how funny i was like watch That's it right funny. now and let's see how many times you laugh and he was like <laughs> uh like out loud i was like out loud laughing
1: it didn't see, i see i still laugh at it but i think it's um i don't know i don't know why i do i still we, laugh at it's it it's okay but- we
0: We all love different stuff and I love that
1: you love it
0: because I love when people just, I just like it when something makes somebody else that happy and like other people shit on it, but they will defend it. Like with me and Lisa Rinna, people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I love her and I can't tell you. I don't know. I I love her too. Yes,
1: I do. And that's, I I was like hiding. I mean, I give you credit because you were like, posting pro Lisa Rinna posts and I was like oh my god I am so, cause that was another thing me and Denise of course fought about it. and we fought about the Erica Jane and all of that stuff and uh-huh. sometimes you're just like
0: can't I just like something I just like I just like without it. a battle
1: it's can I just
0: battle it's tv <laughs> this is tv like I'm just here to have a good time and it's like Melrose Place like Taylor McBride like icon status
1: like yeah I'm wearing Rena beauty her. lip
0: right now like I'm I'm going to the grave
1: with Lisa Rinna because I love her, so. I, I, you know what? And I think that's great to scream it loud and proud. You Rin, know what I mean? It's, friends, Rinna. You know what? We all have it. what we love. And I'm sorry, it's not hurting anybody. No. I mean, is it? I, I think me liking the TV show Friends, you loving Lisa Rinna how is that hurting that random person out there that follows us on social media or listens to our podcast? Like, they'll, how? Expo-
0: they'll expose themselves in the comments threads. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's my so, favorite
0: though. But we'll, we'll see what happens when we post this. Cause I'll post this clip probably just to, you know, <laughs> I like to like, just spice up the holidays a little bit. I'm over here right. like, dealing with seasonal and, and, you know, holiday depression. Why not? Add some space to it, but thank you so much again. Make sure you guys are following uh gossip. That's good for you on Instagram and subscribing and listening and leave a five-star review because it's the holidays and yes, just do it. Please. It's love great. that. Hello. Thank love you. that.
1: Thank you, Molly. We'll talk soon. Love. Bye. Okay, bye Shannon. Bye. bye honey.